to the Designated Drinker Show, the podcast that's raising the bar on craft cocktails. I am Louise Salas, and with me, as always, is my very talented friend. And as long as she is my Donald Duck, I will happily be her goofy. <laughs> <laughs> the mixtures, DC Gina. <laughs> I feel like it's a direct attack on the fact that I'm mumble. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> No, it actually has a lot to do with today's guest, and it's a little bit of a path, so go with me. So, um, did you know, Walt Disney, of course, did you know that he was actually fired from a newspaper, the Kansas City Star, and the editor quote was quoted saying he felt that he lacked imagination and had no ideas. <laughs> yeah, how wrong could that guy be, right? Um, so... Obviously, Walt Disney had um, quite the path. We know about his journey. Everyone pretty much knows his story. Um, but that he was fired from the newspaper, and actually he bought um, an animation studio called um, Laugh-O-Gram, and um, it later bankrupt, went bankrupt. So, and then here's another thing I didn't know, that he, so then he that, wrapped that up, and he went out to Hollywood with his brother, and it was the brothers that started, and it was called Disney Brothers Studio. Where'd Disney come from? Do we know? Well, that's his last name. Oh, location. Um, well, I don't know. He was in Kansas City. Walt Disney. What, Walt Disney was his last name? Yeah, his name was Walt like, was Disney. It, like, yeah, it was no, Disney like, Brothers it, Studio. I feel like it wasn't. Oh, um, we'll have to Google that. But I think it is. I'm pretty 98% sure his real name was just Walt Disney. You know what? I'm just going to be your goofy. Now, you're getting way too deep in the weeds for me, Gina. It's way too soon. We haven't had anything to drink. But let me bring it back as to why I'm talking about Walt Disney. And it has to do do about about the fact that Walt, whatever his last name really is, he was obviously courageous and had a lot of tenacity, and he followed his dreams. And that brings us to today's designated drinker. With a different last name. Huh? With a different last name. A completely different last name. (laughs) I'm sorry. All right. All right. Keep going. (laughs) So let's bring it back to today's designated drinker, Gina. (laughs) It's Sarah D'Amelio. Sarah Disney. Sarah Disney, and she's the owner of Skin Can Do. And Disney Production. I'm a distant relative. Yeah. That's how I got the money to start this. That's awesome. We all need to have that one as a distant relative. Not too distant, though. So, please tell us your real name, and and uh, let's talk about your journey, about getting here. Oh, my we, gosh. You have us here in your beautiful little speakeasy. Thank you for coming. Skin Spa. I want to learn all about that, but really what I, I want us to jump right into um, into how you got here. What was your journey? What was that? Tell us the story of, I mean, you just didn't just whip up, you know, your first jar of skin cream and call it a day, obviously. That didn't happen. No? No. You, what? It just, there is a story. Um, my name's not just about a lovely lady. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and I'm not on an island. <laughs> That's unfortunate as well. Um, so my name is Sarah D'Amelio. Yes. I'm the owner of Skin Can Do. We are sitting here in the garden spa, the speakeasy spa I just opened to do organic facials in, in DC. And how my journey started, oh my gosh, I moved to DC with about $300 in my pocket. No car, no friends, no family. From? From Mount St. Mary's, about an hour and a half off the highway uh, in Maryland. Oh, gotcha. It's a university up there. I studied communications, and I moved to D.C. as an uh, unpaid intern at National Geographic. Wow. And that's what, that's what brought me to D.C. 
and moved to DuPont Circle. And I was like, after a week, my graduation money had run out. And I was like, I need to do something. I'm, I need to go waitress. Yeah. And so I was wandering around DuPont Circle. I've got to eat. I've got to eat. Yeah. Match.com didn't exist. I couldn't just find someone. It wasn't that easy back then. Um, so I was walking around DuPont Circle. And I walked into this magical little boutique called EFX. And I was like, this is where I belong. And it's this, it was an org- it was a uh, skincare boutique with all the coolest, latest, small, um, small business product lines. Oh, interesting. It was so cool. And we had such a good time in there. And um, that's how I got started. Uh, what happened was that I was the top salesperson there. And I got all of the products for free. And my skin got much worse. Oh. And I was yeah. I didn't realize what was going on because I was doing it to the letter. Like I'd get the whole routine, I would do it, and then my skin would be red, bumpy, um, inflamed. And so on my lunch breaks, I'd research what's in skincare beyond the packaging and marketing and cosmetic chemistry in at the National Geographic. And I was like, wow, this stuff is really toxic. Wow. And there's a lot of toxic chemicals in here, and no wonder I'm breaking out because the cosmetic industry spends all their money on packaging and marketing. What's in it is like an afterthought. Yeah. But for about 40% of people, they can't use it because they're sensitive to those ingredients. I was one of those people. And um, I had to go green. And we're talking about in 1998. Wow. So this was before there was Whole Foods. There was like a Yes grocery store. And they had like... Products from the it's 60s. Before, is before like, going green yeah, in anything. Yeah, like there was, yeah, it was like, like the weird underarm deodorant. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, ball. Yeah. And you're like, oh, let me put this ball in my pants. <laughs> and my hand's now sticky. Yes. The rock. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it didn't, didn't work. work. <laughs> or the shampoo didn't work either. Um, you didn't like Prowl? No, sorry. It was, I loved Prowl. I love Salon Selectives, too. It was Aubrey, I think, was the brand of Yes Market that was just like, you try to go green, you're just like, you need chemicals on your hair. That's still the case. But um, so then I started mixing up creams in my kitchen and went to beauty school to become an esthetician oh, cool. um, and to study beauty because that's how, you know, people want to get into the beauty industry. You have to become a practitioner. Like, that's how you get into the beauty industry. Like, beyond being a salesperson, you either become a massage therapist, an esthetician, you do nails, and you're, like, in the beauty industry. So that happened to me. And it was back at the time when La Mer was out. And so there was yeah. one cream. I was like, well, I can make one cream and make it clean yeah. with, like, good, positive, like, healing ingredients and so that's what happened like I was in my kitchen making cream about a thousand batches I waterproofed my roommate's kitchen (laughs) it's not easy to remove like water and oil and wax from the blender and whatever like it was like a year or so of concocting things in the kitchen and then um and then giving them to people and then giving them to people and like testing it out and like coming out with a story so what happened and we'll I'll speed this up that was yeah. the beginning no it's awesome and then so i finally had this cream well people aren't just going to buy so i gave it out to everybody and they're like yeah it's great but not for your face like it's too heavy and i'm like okay so i renamed the whole thing and i was like okay i'm going to call it i was working with a graphic designer who's really into toys and I was like, just make it something G.I. Joe or James Bond would use. Like, let's just do the anti-beauty product. Like, make it very masculine, very tough, and put a red cross on it. And she's like, because she's, she's like, yeah. So she did that. And the, the, the um, 
label looks like a band-aid so it's kind of like the products you go to like there's all the beautiful um skincare products in there and then you see the combat ready bomb that's ready to like heal your skin take off your makeup give you a moisture mask whatever you need yeah hand cream like it's the all-purpose skin salve and um here's a cool story okay so there's there's highlights in the story that gets you to where you're going in a journey when you're doing something like this and i had to sell this cream and I was dating Mark Collar at the time, which is how I know Gina. We were sitting at Katz's Deli, and I look up and I see a sign that says, um, send your boy in the army a salami. And I was like, why can't I just send my boy in the army a combat bomb? Yeah. And it just kind of, at that moment, that was kind of like the click of, okay, we're going to do, op which became Operation Sandflea, and donate products because a military wife had just purchased a bunch to send over to her husband in Iraq and he contacted me and said this is the best we've ever used can you please send more so I needed to start some marketing campaign or some promotion to get it out there because I was like one girl with like a very small uh, budget yeah and it worked like it got out there that story sold that story kept it keeps selling like it keeps getting um, we keep sending products to the soldiers. We ended up with a contract with Walter Reed. Wow. Um, it's done a lot of good, and we've sent over 10,000 jars. Um, it's amazing when you can do good in it. You, it comes miracle. back. I mean, you can see. I want to go through the world thinking when you put out good, good will come back, and you sometimes don't see it right away or it takes a long time to come back or you see it in hindsight this story just continues to do that and that's really great it's amazing to hear when people do good and get good in, in return not that you did it for that purpose but it is coming full circle it's great um, yeah I mean that it was it's good throughout the whole product it's not just the marketing campaign it's not just the label it's the product itself is very healing I mean you can get people with a fat a fancy story and like amazing packaging and like they'll buy it one time but to get people to continue to um, buy your products and well, to love them and to see results that's where it comes yeah. it's the integrity throughout the whole product yeah Gina is someone I admire that does that that's I've always looked up to since I've known her for over 10 years that when I wrote a bike out <laughs> when you wrote a bike when yeah. you were everywhere I'm like yeah. can you just get a taxi no let's ride a bike it's cool <laughs> we're gonna go to a party I'm gonna ride the bike <laughs> I look like a maniac when I get there <laughs> But her cocktails are so beautiful and so amazing. And, like, somebody putting out quality from their heart and passion. Thoughtful. Like, that, I mean, yeah. that, that keeps, that's what people want. And that's yeah. what there's, perhaps it's not that readily available everywhere. Yeah. So, um, that's. So, but then there, something really big happened. You were on the O list, right? You make, like, O's favorite, Oprah's favorite. Oh, my gosh. Or, okay, this is a good correct story. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was on, we were the number one phil philanthropic program in Oprah Magazine. Wow. In September issue 2010. And it was crazy. I was at this party in D.C. And I recognized this woman, but I couldn't figure out from where. And we started talking and laughing and, like, shooting the breeze. And um, then I realized she was the Prada salesperson at Saks. And I really wanted to book <laughs> that I couldn't afford, but I was just in there. And we, we connected. Anyway, she came to my office because she was doing her own project and um wanted to check out the cream so she's like you know I know the editor is at Oprah why don't you give me a couple jars and so I did and forgot about it and then 
they called me in the beginning of August and they're like, you're going to be on it. Send us, um, tell us your story and send us, um, pictures. And they only used one picture and it was of the combat bomb and we were number one out of three in the beauty industry. And it was just that, that was a really big turning point in terms of bringing in the capital and the funds to continue on. Yeah. So it was amazing. I bet. And it lasted for about six months. Oh, I bet. I bet. I, I can't even imagine. Your feet, like, mustn't have been on the, like, you were just floating. I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, I just, it wasn't until, they were started floating after it came out. Oh. And I, there was, like, a <laughs> yeah. money machine in my apartment. <laughs> and we were selling so much and donating so much. And, like, you know, just the, how powerful she was. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. That's awesome. And so when was that? That was 2010. 2010. So what have you been doing since then? Just hanging out. We're just just hanging spending out. my money. Just <laughs> I'm, <over>. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Living off the residuals. Hold on. Petting my bunny. Uh, by <laughs> way. Uh, that sounds out of context. That sounds um, weird. I have bunnies. Yes, there are bunnies about. They're really cute. They are they're cute. cute. They're really fuzzy and sweet. They are. They're fluffy. Yes. <laughs> so since 2010, building my brand. So yeah. it takes a long time. It's the long. You got to play the long game. It's, it's the, the long, long game. game. It's about staying alive and it's about treading water. And the longer you stay alive, the more you get clients and the more you put into it. Like, and we're pounding the pavement all the time. We're doing events. We're doing shows. We're talking to people. We're networking constantly. And my life is constantly business. Like yeah. I love it, but there's not one one thing I do that doesn't have business related to it. Sure. It's a good thing I'm in the beauty industry. So like, even if I'm at a spa or like whatever, it's fun. Yes. But still like, it's all, you're constantly feeding the machine of the business. Yep. Yep. I mean, but, but it, it, but because you love it, it's a part of your whole life. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So it's, it's not like it's, you know, chiseling rocks, but it is hard. It's hard, hard work and it's keeping up that stamina. I mean, each one of us sitting here can talk about that all day long. The stamina to stay in the long game. (sighs) You have to, you have to rest. You have to allow the business to breathe. So I like to work every other day. Oh, nice. So I, I pace myself. That's also what I want to be doing, too. <laughs> so from now on, I'll be checking out. So Mondays will be bagels. Tuesday, we're not. Wednesday, maybe we can get breakfast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm doing that, too, now. What else are we doing? Starting in 2019. First of all, we, we, I wish that there was a way to like describe. Um, so when you walk into the spot, we have this amazing, like, uh, you know, at first I thought it was like a, a minty smell. It's not. It's um, it's basil burning. Um, and it's like, it's, it's just like enveloping, right? Like I feel, you feel lightened or enlightened or high. I'm not really sure. (laughs) And and I'm not high. Okay. I just want to say that, but I don't know. I feel much better. It could be the bunnies. could be Sarah. could be the smells. could be all the orchids. I don't know. It's all of it. It's like, it's all happening like right now. So like. I know. I I wasn't in that list. Did I describe? I mean, <laughs> we were just at your house. <laughs> um, no, like it's kind of like you know, I don't know. You feel like you're in the like you're in it. Like it's like something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I can see Lovely. what you mean by like that breathing, like taking like a day and allowing your business to do that. So now, how many? So hold on. So you're open twenty? No, how many years? It's solidly. I started seriously in two thousand and eight. Um, I, 
original, I got into the beauty business in, two, in 1998, and then it was more of a hobby. And then it grew from there to where it was a, a self-sustaining business from 2008. You were making a lip balm before 2008. I know, but then it's like, there's a point where it's a hobby. Yeah. You know, and like, it's just me. You know, right. then it's like, then it like became serious. So I count 2008. I've really been doing it since 2000, gotcha. one way or another. But when you really kind of like got serious and you it know, became, when it took over your life, no. <laughs> when it becomes your main focus. Yeah. Like, enough, there's no, like, there's no other options. Yeah. Um, I love that. That's like, that's when I dedicated myself to it. I don't, I don't think, like, anybody should ever say, like, there's no other options, right? Because, like, your whole, like, what's amazing about what I think about, what I think is amazing about entrepreneurs or people that are passionate about their field, right, is that you, when you say there's no more options, it's, it's because you become choiceless. You say, I have to do this. I have to try, right? And having to try is, when it, like, it's, it's not, you didn't have other options. Of course, you could do whatever you want. But you, you had to try to fulfill something within you. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing that I, as we speak to people that are entrepreneurs, we speak to people that have developed something, we speak to somebody that's, um, you know, top of their game in a field or whatever. They, it's the same story. Yeah. It's the same, I mean, you don't have any other options. You do. Everyone has options. But you have to decide, is, is this my time to take the leap? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think... There's so much satisfaction in the leap. Mm-hmm. Like, it's scary. It's scary right? as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You sit around, you're like, I don't have any, I don't have any fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> How is it that I have my own business now and I have no fucking money? Hello? I'd love to know. Seven years in. <laughs> I mean, I'm going back to that bike soon. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, it's we're in a... We're in a we're in a time where like, I really like I this podcast and speaking to you and everything was like really wanted to put that message out there like you know you can take your leaps you can do these things you have to be able to put the work into it you have to say I'm 10 years here 10 years yeah it's, it's not overnight it's that long and how many times game. did you want to take the cream and be like fuck this cream yeah <laughs> like, never like, really never see mm-hmm. I've had the moment where I always want to be like, this is so stupid. And then I wake up, I'm like, oh, but I'm going to put this on top. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, but you have that moment. And I love that you said never because it's still, it's like, it's amazing because like, that's the baby. That's the love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you walk in here and you feel enlightened. I work in a business where you throw something against the wall. Maybe you don't talk about it, but you did. You know <laughs> what I mean? You're like a healer. Yes. Like, in this forum okay but we haven't talked about the the spas that i ran the like nightmare i mean that i mean let's that because there was a side hustle that you know and i don't talk about it because it's in my mind it's all part of the same journey but like i was managing spas um from 2008 until september And you're managing people. That's where it's hard. I mean, that's, that is challenging. You're managing people, you're running things, you're in, like, that doesn't ever stop. Yeah. And finally, I was like, I took a real leap 
in September when I was like, I'm going to do my own thing. And that's how the garden spa came about when I was standing in my living room. And I was like, I'm going to do it in here because I have enough experience to not want a commercial space, to not want those bills hanging over my head because that stress doesn't go away. Yeah. This is like, you know, I could put my heart and soul in it. Um, I'm not managing anybody. It's just me. I can't get mad at myself. Yes, I'm going to show up when I say I'm going to show up. I can't call in late. Like, I'm completely accountable for me, which is just so stress-relieving as opposed to when you're relying on other people to show up yeah. and to be there for you or to do whatever they need to do. Then you, like, that is, that's where you're like, forget this. Like, I mean, come to work? Yeah, that's come crazy. to work. Right. You know what I'm so talking you about. Paycheck, and, you didn't, and you didn't come to work this week. Interesting. Right. Okay, got it. Don't talk to me about work-life balance. Yeah, like, yeah. So, <laughs> so I did a similar leap when I left. I was creative director in an agency, left the agency to pursue the podcast. Mm -hmm. It was that big leap of taking. But I would, I always say there are some days that I can um, hate what I'm doing, but I absolutely love it. Like I could hate that I have to put another social media post up or I have to craft this line that I'm struggling with. and But I absolutely love doing it and it can so it just takes those little bumps in the road but it is that that passion and tenacity to stick with it mm -hmm. that long game mm -hmm. stuff but I think that's where the breathing comes in when you're taking a break because that's what people what I've noticed like people don't like to take breaks yeah and they don't like it's scary it, yeah and you got to get like over that because your body can't handle it and if you're just grinding at something your mind 24, can't either right 24 7 it's just not good like give it Give it space to. Um, it's a really good point. It's a really good you know, point. And you I would like imagine that. many of us falter there. We don't. They're so much more productive. I mean, they say people over 40 shouldn't work more than three days a week. <laughs> They're just as oh, This is the best day of my life. This is the best day of my life. I Thank you so Well, that's a wrap, everybody. Thank you, Lizzie. Doesn't you take your show? I, I'm done. I already hit my three days this week. We're good. Gina hit her three days on Monday. I <laughs> know. I'm serious. What? Is it, where is I read that? I the internet. And I, the internet. I need that. I need that article. And I'm also going to submit that to the IRS. <laughs> so when they ask me more questions, I'm like, I only work three days a week. I think better than the IRS is to your mortgage. Can we go to, um, no, I mean, this is, this is my, I mean, yes. I'm into that. Sense. Yeah, God, you know, every other day for three days. Well, you people know, people that work for me only work four days a week. Oh, nice. You know, funny you say that. I just started moving my staff onto four. So, so I started moving my staff. You know, it's so weird to say this because we did a thing. We did so we did like a trial on it. If I have one more person, and I put you on four days, and I give you your forty hours, this isn't like you're gonna, get, you know, I'm trumping you or yeah. something like that. And I put you on. And I put you on four days, and you can opt in for two, three days, like to catch up on like back end stuff. Life. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No back end stuff. Like okay. so you get your forty hour a week, right? Because mm -hmm. I give everybody their salary, right? They. It's better. It's been better than mm -hmm. four days. Has been better than the five days on. Mm -hmm. And like, and they're not even consecutive. Like we, they people can choose whether they want them consecutive in my line of business, mm -hmm. or they take their days off, or they want to break it up. The problem, what, where we started seeing the, the better for a restaurant business was people broke up their days off because it's the grind on your body. Yeah. So we did it as if you could do two and then one, 
two and then what? So you have your two days consecutively for rest. You're one day to do your, I don't fucking know, dry cleaning. <laughs> yeah. Um, whatever you do when you're off at the restaurant. <laughs> and you go to your friend's bar and get hammered. I don't know. Um, I think we did that on Wednesday. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, any Wednesday. It's any Wednesday, folks. Hump day, whole new meeting. Our hump day, we turn upside down and fill it with champagne. Anyway. Anyway. I, I think there is something to that. I think there is something to that four-day week where it's not an eight-hour day, and maybe it's a nine-hour day or a ten-hour day, but you're more productive yeah. in those ten hours mm-hmm. than you are in 40 spread over allegedly seven and a half to eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, all the years in advertising. I, I could almost <laughs> never get anyone to get anything done on Monday or Friday, right? Like, I mean, it was... <laughs> you passed it along. Uh, um, I just took it away from you. Um, yeah, it, 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 Fridays, it, it was almost... It, Nearly impossible. Joke. Like when we would look at deadlines when things needed to be done, it was never on Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. It was wrapping it up or packaging it up or getting ready for it. Like it was starting new projects, it was never ending projects because you can't, it's just super unproductive. Mm-hmm. Even at the end of the week, everyone's fried mm-hmm. and all they're doing is looking forward to that time off. So they're not doing anything for your business anyway. So why not? Like to your point, why not let them have those that extra time to recharge and be better for the better human beings? And then better for the business. Yeah, but let, but yeah, but if you do <clears throat> four days, that means that everybody's not so so that changes your work week again because Friday doesn't mean it's Friday for everybody. See what I mean? Yeah. Like an yeah. end of a week doesn't mean that anymore. Yeah. So you as a business owner get a more productive like actual week out of people switching those days. Yeah. Well our mine was based on a more Monday to Friday kind no, of space. No, of course, of course. I'm just saying so, for me it's not but the spot can't be either. Yeah. I mean People get fixed on a Sunday. And you have half hours, too. But I'm working on Saturdays and Sundays, but my staff, like, I'll have them working uh, Tuesday through Saturday. Yeah. And so they get a chunk of time. To your point, it varies those days. Or Wednesday through Saturday. They get a chunk of time. Nice. And it's different. Skin can do is different than the spa. You can't do that at the spa. Like, with, would I, um, because we don't have a... Uh, storefront with hours where people are expecting us to be there. Yeah, we have other de- other things that we're going by, like shipping. Now that we're competing with Amazon, those as long as the packages are out, you can have the rest of the time. Off. You know, there's yeah. certain things we have to get done, but it's not. It's on a different um, timeline. It's just such a healthy way of looking at things. I think it's great. Do you sell on Amazon? Speaking mm-hmm. of that, we sell on Amazon. What are you, what are you going to do? Something with Amazon that's over here in Crystal City? Um. No, I sell through Amazon reseller, so they've been. I mean, we just ship it to their warehouse and they ship it out. Um, I don't know what they're doing. What they're doing in Crystal City? I think it's mostly executive work. I don't know. What do I know? I don't know. Amazon's fantastic. All I know, they're going to help my. I mean, gonna, I mean my Amazon. Allegedly, the rumor is there's an Amazon an Amazon store. Oh, really? Coming. They uh, just. No, oh, but did you hear about it? Yeah. Did you hear the one about the one in Seattle? I heard it's amazing. Yeah. So it's not oh, yeah, like you check out with like you just yeah, walk in and walk out. But it's out. not just fruits and vegetables and stuff. Yeah. It is a lot of, of skincare products, hair, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's really a cool thing. And obviously we all know that you can go to Whole Foods now and swipe your Amazon points and you get, yeah. you know, points towards Amazon purchases, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meaning, obviously, Amazon bought Whole Foods. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but that's an amazing thing for you because think about it. Like you have all those people that go to work down there. Now you're 
Now you the hub is no longer across the country for you. Now you have one here on the East Coast. Yes. I mean, talk it's about awesome. that. I mean, like put it in there, like. You know, I, I would, I mean, that's a good driving force. Well, let's talk about the products that you have on Amazon. Yeah, let's that talk about have, it. Which, okay, so we have products. Beyond just the, the, we the, haven't even talked about the Lux line. Yeah, the Lux line. Which um, go, go. Sorry. So, I've done a lot of, um, you know, businesses are like gardens that you have to prune and edit and maintain. And so I decided, um, well, I just launched my luxury line and I decided to not put that on Amazon because um, just the quality and like it's just it needs to be handled correctly it's a luxury line however we do have um, the combat ready products the combat ready bomb the shower gel the bar the soap the bug spray the lip balm um, is on the baby bomb is all on Amazon great it does really well Sarah, you have to tell us about the Lux line. I'm looking at it. It's beautiful. Thank it is beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, I went back in the facial room three years ago, and this kind of came out of that. I did a, the same facial on a thousand different people, varying on skin type, and from that developed this product line where it truly does work, where there's rhyme and reason for every single product. They all work together. There's five cleansers in the line, which you wow. can mix and match. I've created the cleansers as masks. So people don't take time to mask on Tuesdays. They're no. busy. But like in the shower, if you put that on before you start washing, you're getting the mask and the cleansing action. Oh. So I thought that was, I wanted to keep it simple and you could just. I honestly it, don't even know what to do with masks half the time. I put them on. They're fun to buy, but people don't use them. Yeah, nor do they rebuy them. I'm, so that's, I'm that person. You have, probably have like 20 masks. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> like this is, so I made, so the wild honey is amazing. It's, um, you got to see this. Um, it's got gold. It's got chlorella. It's got it's adaptogens. It's got organic spices. Ooh, look at that. Um, and it's awesome oh, for like, it's a treatment product for very sensitive skin um and you it's sticky it's mixed with cretan thyme honey the grandson of the hive owners in greece bring me the jars of honey um wow to mix it with yeah it's all it's very how do those greek bees feel about their honey they so, are treated like royal i'm <laughs> so excited to be part of this can we talk about this really quickly this yeah. just sounds like a dish so it sounds like like I, something you would get in a restaurant like honey reishi mushrooms a little bit is uh, what is that? So so woo. He shall woo. Yeah, cinnamon, sure. ginger, allspice, clove, nutmeg, turmeric, and gold powder. See now it makes sense why I said it smells so good too. It's amazing. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank it's you. Pretty. Um, and then you get this beautiful brush that goes with it. Yeah, you it's brush a whole it on. Set. And the jar they had they made the um, bowl for us to go with the line. So that's so the premise of this line is applying nutrition externally so you're getting your vitamins and minerals and supplements through your skin so you know when you eat healthy and you eat a meat i'm a huge foodie like i've been i love food and drinking and all of that so then there you see that through here throughout the line so it's again applying whole foods adaptogens um chlorella all these things externally that your body because your body absorbs everything that it puts on and so you're putting on this honey mask and it's your body's sucking it in and it's feeding the cells. And when your cells are fed 
whole food nutrition, they glow. That's the secret to glowing skin. You have to feed them. It's not through, again, packaging and like toxic soup that are regular creams. So that is, this is an amazing treatment product for someone with very, very sensitive skin that if someone came to me with red face, they're, they're oversensitized, I would put them on honey for a month and let their skin heal. And then they come back so I can work with month, it. Yeah, really? For a month. Morning See, and night. Again, I think I put it on once. It's supposed to last. This work. is awesome. <laughs> this is called Pearl Mud. This is a hand-carved glacial mud that my girlfriend sends me from Alaska. And then we mix it with pearl and elderflower. Oh, I love elderflower. And it's your exfoliant and your cleanser because people don't exfoliate enough. We need to exfoliate every day or every other day. And um, that's... You're getting a lot of nutrients from the sea, from the sea. So you're getting magnesium, um, trace minerals. Um, those are the main yarrow, yes. elderflower, blueberry, cranberry, <laughs> kelp. Again, <laughs> things you eat. So Gina, don't make a mistake and put this in your cocktail. I cocktail mean, honestly, now. this is like Pop. a cocktail. It's a face cocktail, and it's very similar to, you know, it's it's a, just applying it externally. I mean, I love foam, so I named that aloe foam. That's based on a margarita. Oh, there you go. And this oh, is your that's morning, right up my alley. Little this, is your, this is your morning cleanser um, with fresh key lime mm. just Ooh, to give yeah. you a quick, oh, quick yeah. refill. Uh, but here's the bad thing. If I start doing that in the morning, you know what's going to happen. I'm going to wash my face. I'm like, ooh, I smell like a, maybe it's time no, for I'm a margarita. Now I'm going to start drinking in the morning and it's going to be your fault, Sarah. Oh, is that so bad? <laughs> no. No, not my at all. Favorite, <laughs> my two favorite things in the world are in here, grapefruit and bergamot. I love bergamot, everything. Everything. I know. It's everything. It's if I could put it on wonderful. everything. The CBD sounds like a fruit salad. Read that. So that I love the so CBD. It's got, and so it's cherry cherry, <laughs> cherry seed, obviously CBD. Um, organic peach. Where am I at here? Hemp oil, nice. Apricot, beautiful. Lavender, love. This is spearmint, also love. And then I love the gold and everything. Is that I fine? mean, yes. Yes, I love that. And um, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna tell the truth. I bought that gold brush-on, you know, mask. Uh huh. I mean, honestly, do I think it does anything to my face? I'm not really sure, but I love it when it dries on, <laughs> and then you're flaking gold flakes off your skin. That's so it's like this whole new thing for me. I mean, I feel like a lot of it is, you know, how do you, oh, what? Oh, what is this? This is a beautiful moisturizer. This is a hyaluronic acid skin smoothie. You should read this one. All right, so this is um, Avi with Chazel. We have floral water, um, quinoa, the quinoa, quinoa. More, what is that? More, more moringa, oil? moringa oil. What is that? I know what that is. What is that? It's um, it's a green plant. That's okay. It smells. But it, it has pathogens in it, right? That you can mm -hmm. use it for all. Of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Aloe vera, mango powder, seaweed. By the way, I tell everybody all the time they should use seaweed in their cocktails, especially yes. with margaritas. Echinacea, which I love. So bergamot, Avi, love it. Sea buckthorn kernels. What are those? It's a, a, a an oil that's full of omega three fatty acids. Oh, so super Do you healing eat it? oil. <laughs> you can apply it externally. <laughs> so uh, you're interested. Wait, so hold on. So green tea. Where are we at? Lavender, uh, tea tree oil, which I love. Tea tree oil with vanilla. It's very nice. 
Chanel is so expensive. How much does this cost? 70. I was going to say, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> but a little goes a long not, way. I mean, it's a good, it's a median price point for a yeah. luxury line. No product oh is gosh. over 100. It is literally like putting um like velvet or like um I love this. Velvet. It's even more luxurious than that on your hands, like just covering it like an envelope. And my hands are so dry right now. Isn't it gorgeous? So we yeah. get we use um, the base is hyaluronic acid butyrate, which is twenty four thousand times stronger than just regular hyaluronic acid. Wow! And so it absorbs all of the moisture. Hyaluronic acid is a, is a salt. It goes into your skin and absorbs all the moisture from the um, atmosphere, so it's not greasy. Oh, nice! So you, that's why it feels like that matte finish. Oh, yeah, nice. it's not the um, like heaviness thin. of an oil. Yeah. We put, we, I have people put the oils on at night. So then you wake up with better soft skin. You're not dealing with like an oily space during the day. My kids have echinacea. So they have two different creams. My kids are on a cream regimen, right? <laughs> so at night I put this like, like goo on them. And they're like, oh, I hate it. And they put their pajamas on. They go to sleep in the morning. They wake up. It's like they woke up with nothing on. And then they have a daytime cream that I put on them for that. But like mm. I appreciate. I spend more money on their on like. So their skincare regimen than I do like my own stuff. Mm -hmm. So you know what I'm gonna appreciate? A cocktail. Let's yes. do it. Let's do it. I'm gonna make a cocktail. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I didn't get. I don't usually get to play with everything. Wait, there's one more on there, and then we're two more. So tell us about um the blue. Oh no, we did talk about blue lavender. Oh, the eye balm and the day cream. The eye balm. Well, I don't think we talked about the blue lavender. The blue oh. lavender isn't this. So have you ever been in the shower and like wanted to use your cleanser as a bath gel because you ran out? Yeah. Maybe that's. <laughs> <laughs> that I've had that problem before. And so this is a cleanser slash body wash. So half a pump does your whole face and the two pumps does your body. Gotcha. Um, and it's just a very gentle, simple cleanser made out of aloe and um, jojoba oil and rosemary extract. It's a, just a beautiful, gentle cleanser. Just nice. it gets Cleansers just need to get the dirt and oil off your face. Gotcha. And then um, these are the creams. So we have the day cream. If the, if it's a really really dry skin, it needs it needs an oil. It needs a little bit more than the liquid silver. Um, then the day cream's there, and um, the eye cream is just it's a really rich eye cream yep. to use around the for eye for those area. non existent crow's feet. Yes. Huh. <laughs> you mean like for crow's feet? Seriously. Yes, it is for crow's feet. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't have those. I have no idea what you're talking I about. Know, I know. No, Zero. Babe, you look gorgeous. At 46. I you no look fantastic. You don't need any of this stuff. <laughs> what you doing over there, Gina? Um, hold on. So. So. Hold on. I got one, one second. Okay. Here we go. I can talk about it now. Um, you know, coming here and smelling everything, I knew that I had to do something where I was going to muddle it and kind of do it like a pot carry style. So we're actually doing a crush today. Which is a wild berry crush. So we have orange and lime, which you know the bottom. I have of a glass. crush on you. Does that count? What? I have a crush on you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we did a little bit of wild berry. You're ridiculous. Wild berry, <laughs> and I have a little bit of um, huckleberry in here. I thought that I had like left over. We made a wild berry um, syrup a little bit, of a little bit of time ago. It was a little bit fermented, and then we mixed it with um, vodka, and then we're gonna serve it over the freshly muddled orange and lime which we have in the glass and then um, crushed ice. Yum. Right, mm -hmm. smell, yeah. So you have that fermented oh, wild berry. Amazing. It smells a little bit like wild berry Ooh, wine. Oh, it does. Yeah, so you're not get
a ton of, there's like no, like not a lot of sugar, sorry, it's not a lot of sugar or anything in there, keeping it really like clean, you know, for the new year. Alright, hold on. She's shaking it up. You don't understand, I'm so excited about this all week. I've told everybody Gina's gonna come to my apartment and make a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, I'm here. I know. Yeah. She uh, she comes to my house and wants to organize my refrigerator. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, here we go. Here we that go. A shaker, a shaker facial, like cocktails and... At the Speakeasy Spa? Yeah. This is beautiful. So, um, so we have the wildberry in there and then I told you, sorry, I said it has huckleberry. Huckleberry makes everything really purple, which I love. Um, and then we fermented it, we let it sit, it let it leach out its own natural sugars, so it's a little bit dry, and then we mixed it with um, vodka just to kind of not give it any other flavor, really. Uh, you could do this drink completely non-alcoholic. You could add a little bit of salt to it if you wanted to, like, detoxify in a different way. Um, salts are really good for that. Like, you know, people don't realize, like, you know, maybe if you have, like, a lot of fatty food and stuff, salt is actually a good thing Thanks to do. Thanks for having us. In moderation. Please don't be licking salt stones because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're a horse. Wow, that is very clean. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It needs a little, um, give it a second with the bottom. I don't have that. Do you have straws here? I mean, mm -hmm. if, I think oh, I they have a paper straw here. Yeah, right. <laughs> you do. All right. I got it. Perfect. What we'll do is if um, anyone needs any information, of course, they're going to want to know how to make Gina's amazing cocktail and follow the recipe that you'll just head over to designateddrinker.show. What is that, Gina? Designated drinker dot show. <laughs> and she'll have all the tips and how-tos for you. And then what we'll also do is make sure that any links to skin can do so people can find you and um, make sure that they get some of your amazing products. Wonderful. I can't wait. All right. Cheers and thanks for having us. Cheers. Thank you. Okay.